Welcome to another edition of the Business Plain and Simple podcast presented by the Regroup Advisors. I'm your host, Tiffany Stone, and it's our goal with this and all of our podcasts to guide prospective and current business owners on their journey to prosperity. We'll show you what to do and what not to do in this ever-changing environment. I'm thrilled to be joined today by Michael Lapierre from Co-Staff Services and Mike Kashubsky from the Regroup Advisors. Welcome, gentlemen. Now, off to you, Mike. We always chat. And I love all of your great ideas about everything and bringing everything together. So can you tell me about the strategic relationship and how it is helping clients expand? Yeah, absolutely. And uh, thanks, Michael, for jumping on with us today, too. Um, it felt it important to really talk through this. Um, Regroup and co-staff um, formed a, a relationship a while back and, and we had recognized um, that with a lot of our clients, continuing to um, deal with labor and rising costs with health insurance and then even growing, um, that one of the stress points is always, how do I handle the employees and what do I do on that side? And um, we've known co-staff for several years, um, high reputation in the marketplace, and we felt um, that it was time for us to align ourselves with somebody that could help our clients maintain that level of service and that quality that that we like to give as well. And and so um, we started to pursue it. And Michael and I had um, met as our teams to determine, you know, how that would look and what we could offer to the clients to help them out. And here we are. So, you know, it's uh, I never do it any justice talking about, you know, somebody's business. So, um, you know, I appreciate Michael jumping on. He can really Kind of talk through what they do and why they do it, and then I'll, I'll kind of later on explain you know exactly how it's been working wonderful well michael we love to hear about businesses and everything that is going on with them i even learn a lot when i talk to everybody so i'm super thankful for this so michael going into your business what are you seeing as challenges to businesses you work with and exactly what does your company do well that's a that's a lot to unpack there i suppose um in the broadest sense, what we do is we are a single vendor solution for all things HR. If you think about it from the terms of probably the best way to illustrate it is like an entrepreneur. You know, let's say that you have a new service or you have an expertise or maybe something different in the market in which you've had history and you've decided you want to put your shingle out. Well, the moment that you hire that first employee, your life changes. And now you have to go out and find a way to pay them. So you'll maybe get a payroll company and then maybe that same company or a different company will manage your taxes. And then well, now you're required to get workers comp. So now you have a PNC broker as well. Oh, and I want to attract the best talent. So I now have to go out and find benefits, which may be a benefit broker and it may be an ancillary benefit broker and disability and AFLAC, oh, and a, you know, FSA provider and a 401k provider and the list goes on and on. And before you know it, you're managing double-digit relationships with disparate systems that don't talk to each other. Our solution kind of flips that on the ear to say, we want to do all of that with one vendor that has a global perspective of your organization that can layer in best practices to streamline processes and insulate from risk, and also deliver an HRS solution so that you can really automate all of those necessary administrative tasks in one single sign-on paperless um, integrated environment where the employees can drive a lot of their own HR and therefore we can spend your valuable time and our time really concentrating on the things that insulate your company from risk and make it more valuable in the long term. 
you, Michael, you were not kidding. That was a loaded question that I gave you. And I really enjoy, you know, going through all of it. It's because in the beginning you have this, like you were talking about, and then you need to add this and then you add this and then you add that. And, and for most people, you know, as somebody that's even on the other side, I didn't know that you needed to have all of these things, you know, I'm a person that works for themselves. And is there any size limitations for businesses to use this model as a tool or can somebody that is their self-employed use it or do they need to have, you know, five employees underneath them? You know, that's an interesting question and I think it can be answered in a lot of different ways. And it really kind of depends on what that, the situation that that particular company is in. If you think about it from the perspective of, you know, the industry average, if you look at our national association, they say the average size company that's in this model is 23 employees. When I first started in this business, Back in 2000, a 50 employee company was a huge winner. Today, that's commonplace. And I think that's primarily for two reasons. One is the, the technology is far more sophisticated. So it's far more integrated, can provide you know, a, a number of different services or business processes all in one platform. And so it's accessible to bigger companies than it historically has, has been. But I also think too, is companies are really embraced outsourcing non-revenue generating processes. And so, as I said, they're looking for more efficient ways to do business and more ways in which they can, you know, regain time back to the, they can concentrate on really working on the business instead of being stuck working in the business. And you asked me a moment ago, what do I hear most? You know, one of those things is time. You know, you have to almost look at it, take a step back and look at it from the perspective of your employees. For most companies, your, your largest capital expense are your employees. And most companies don't look at that as a capital expense. It's kind of a necessary evil, but it really should be looked at in terms of any other bit large capital expense. You have an acquisition cost, you have a maintenance cost for an expected ROI. Your people are no different. You know, you have to find the best people, you onboard them, you develop them so they can be more important to the organization to increase productivity and eventual growth. And most, most, these leaders, you know, small company leaders that I work with don't look at it in those terms, yet it's those employees that really offer you your greatest asset. And if you break it all down in brass tacks, I don't care if you're running a piece of software, if you're creating a widget, building a service, manufacturing a piece of capital equipment, you break it down, you're betting that your people are better than your competitors' people. So the question is, is what are you doing to really bring the best talent in place, create a dynamic environment for them to work, give them all the services and goods and support that they would have with a large enterprise company to become a destination employer so they stay with you and help you perpetuate the success of the company. So I, I really like that. that. That's really cool. Yeah, and so you have to look at it from, you know, it's that, it's improving that, it's gaining, regaining time through increasing business efficiencies. And I think lastly, you have to look at insulating the business from risk. And most small companies, even medium-sized companies, don't have the resources or the expertise in-house to be able to protect the company, protect this baby that they built. You know, really try to, and if they're looking for investment, you know, to protect the investment out of their investor, their, you know, their financial part, you know, the regroups of the world. So is there, it is when you do that diligence to find more money or your investment partner is looking for the exit, and they're doing that potential buyers doing diligence that's when the skeletons come out and that's what puts your, your organization at risk so those are the three things that i hear when going back to the first question it's 
how do I make, how do I, how do I find the best people? How do I regain time and how do I get some of the things? Well, Michael, talking about that, you know, moving forward to the future, 2023 is kind of almost done and we're getting into the space of AI. Is your company going to be able to accommodate those things? You know, a lot of people are looking at that. Is that something that your company is going to be able to do moving forward? Because like you said, with technology, it's an one-stop shop. Is this something that we're going to be able to see? Absolutely. I mean, just like COVID, that changed the business environment here in the U.S. Um, these types of new technologies are always going to be disruptive. And our role is to write, you know, look at best practices, look for guidance from the federal government and put in place those policies and procedures to be able to either maximize those tools or making sure that the employees and how they interact with those tools really you know, are productive and, and insulated from any potential risk that they might deliver to the organization or to the individual employees. Wonderful. Well, I'm going to head over to Mike now. So Mike, do you see this tool as a necessity for businesses to consider incorporating moving forward or how are your thoughts on all of this? Yeah, it's, it's interesting. I mean, one of the driving factors of us forming this relationship and and looking is, um, uh, Mike kind of referenced it, there's a lot of risk, right? And um, coming out of the last, you know, six, seven years, um, a lot of deals have been getting done and people have been either looking to exit or there's been a lot of roll-ups going um, on where people are kind of integrating into another platform. And one of the challenges is um, the in today's world, your labor force is all over the place. It's no longer, you know, I'm recruiting just in a particular state. So almost every one of our clients over the last, call it five years, if I wanted to be conservative, had started to recruit talent from other areas. And what gets complicated is you know, if you're in Ohio and you're recruiting, you understand how Ohio taxes and everything works. When you start having employees in California and Texas and Arizona and Florida, um, you're attracting the right talent for your business in today's world, but now you've just overly complicated everything. Um, everything from how you onboard somebody to how the interviews go to how the assessments goes. Um, if you're tracking credentials, um, and licensure and educate, like there's just so much stuff. I, I, I don't know why anyone ever, to all those HR people, I gotta give you kudos because I don't know why you'd ever pick that career. Um, I think about it and I just go, wow, um, yeah, that was a, a deviation at Albuquerque there. Um, <laughs> it, it, but with that said, you know, we're, we're private equity. We look at assessments and when we're building models, and we wanna make sure that there's something that we can do with that model at a, a later point in time. CoStaff is, is almost right at the front end of how do we build this model for scaling up? Um, how do we build this model to go to multi-state? How do we build this model to actually incorporate into a bigger platform? Because you're not gonna sell to somebody your size, you're selling to somebody that's bigger than you. And if they're bigger than you, typically they're in different territories. I mean, even here in the state of Michigan, you have the west side of the state is different from, you know, Metro Detroit. Um, a lot of differences there and people don't actually realize that. And you start adding local taxes and it just gets very complicated. And, and the human element um, is an integral part 
and and being able to actually understand how that plays into the organization is is like I said that's in every deal that we've done I can't think of a a, a company that we haven't scaled up um, uh, it, in in even this year we have 30 companies we're working with none of them um, um, are able to scale up to where they're at without this solution being in there. And if you don't know about it, you probably need to kind of start to look at it. No, you're absolutely correct. I mean, we're talking about different states. I'm over here in Arizona. We've got Michigan. So things change so differently. And as a person who works in multiple different states and talking about what Mike and Michael have said, it, it it's difficult at times because, you know, am I paying California taxes? Am I paying Arizona taxes? What about this one? Do I have an exempt here? How does all of that work? And, you know, I'm just myself, but I couldn't imagine if you said, you know, Michael, 23 employees is the normal median number that you're going to have. You're going to have all of these people from different places. So one last thing kind of to wrap everything up, Michael, for somebody who really wants to work with co-staff services and really get into that, what's the main thing that they need to have all that information before they approach you and was like, hey, we really need your help? Well, really, you know, it's a really good question. And because our solution is so broad, it gaining all the necessary information that we need to do an analysis and underwriting and whatnot can be you know a little laborious so i would really say let's have a, a conversation to understand what drives success what does success mean for you where have you where have you been where are you going and what challenges are you having before we go down that path because i want to understand you as an organization and see if i can even help you we're not a solution for everyone so let's really understand what are the, the drivers behind the business and what success looks like before I'm going to send you down a path of gathering a bunch of information that may be a waste of time for us both. Wonderful. Well, you're absolutely correct. If somebody does want to reach out to you, where can they reach out to you, Michael? Well, certainly they can reach out to, to, to me directly. My address, uh, my email address is, is mlapier at Co-Staff Services. Certainly um, you can contact us via the, our, our website or frankly, our friends at Regroup, you know, and, and contact them and they'll connect us directly. And, and sometimes they may even sit in on the on the conversation to help them better support um, the companies and better consulting them. Wonderful. And Mike, any last words or anything about Michael and co-staff services? No, it's it's great. It's um like I said, we've known them um, for years now. We just kind of really um, started to um, uh, really formalize a direct approach, especially to match this rising um, uh, expansion that everybody's doing. And I I'll tell you, they make our job a lot easier and they and they definitely, you can see the stress leave the client's face immediately. A lot of times we'll get asked why, you know, I wish we would have done this, you know, five years ago when we we started the business so um you know it's kind of funny their expansion plan is resetting the, the table but yeah no absolutely great um uh, i would encourage people that if you're growing this should be one of the first things you you research out give us a call or give mike a call and and definitely explore it and see if it can help you out 
Wonderful. Well, you're absolutely correct. Sometimes the best choice is leaving it to the professionals for things that you don't necessarily know makes it a little bit easier. Michael, I see that smile because you know that is true. It's just sometimes we don't know everything. We'd like to think that we know everything, but we certainly don't. So gentlemen, thank you so much for joining me today and providing some great information. And that's going to do it for another edition of the Business Plain and Simple podcast presented by the Regroup Advisors. Thank you so much for listening and make sure to follow our podcast wherever you get your podcast so you don't miss a future episode. You'll be notified as soon as they are released. And if you want to catch up on past episodes, don't worry. You can definitely do that and see those podcasts in our feed as well. If you're interested in business advising services offered by the Regroup Advisors, you can contact them at 888-248-7077.